Hello, my friends, and welcome back to The Wildest Podcast, a weekly personal development podcast in 10 minutes or less. If you're new here, welcome. My name is Jander Sutton, and I'm so glad to have you here with me as we talk about all things personal development, mindset, and growth to help you smash your goals and make your wildest dreams a reality. Our goal is to help you get more out of life. And if you're a longtime listener, welcome back. We are so excited to be producing new episodes of The Wildest Podcast, and they will be coming at you every single week. So make sure you hit that subscribe button. Now, on this podcast, we talk about a lot of different aspects of personal development, whether that's mental health, productivity, career growth, or as we're going to discuss today, saving money. Now, if you follow me on social media, especially on TikTok, you might have seen me post recently about one of my favorite money-saving strategies called the Savings Ladder. I honestly didn't expect to relaunch the Wildest Podcast with another episode on money, but after that video hit a million views in just 24 hours, it became pretty clear that this is a topic that a lot of people wanted to learn more about. The savings ladder is a trick that my partner Conlin initially developed way before we started dating, but since then, it's become a core part of our financial habits. He actually started using it when he was working as a janitor, making $11 an hour, struggling with both student debt and credit card debt. Not only did the strategy end up being part of what helped him pay off his debt, over the years, it's helped us save over $30,000, pay off our student loans, and buy a house twice, all while paying for various luxuries like vacations, new gadgets, furniture, etc. over the course of the last eight years. And the savings ladder is built on the premise that in order to save more money, you need to build a sustainable habit. And the best way to build habits is incrementally using goals and rewards to get that dopamine and make it easier for you to progress over time. And the way it works is pretty simple. I want you to imagine your savings goals as rungs on a ladder. The first rung is going to be something small and easily achievable, something within your reach, much like the first rung of a ladder. Now, instead of deciding the amount you want to save first, you start with the reward that you want to give yourself. Because if you're just starting off with saving money, or if you don't have a ton of extra cash flow to dedicate to savings, it's important to start small, smaller than you might even think. Maybe it's spending $20 on a fancy new candle for your bedroom, or $50 on a pair of jeans that you've really wanted but you haven't let yourself buy. The point is, the reward needs to be something you actually want. Something big enough to keep you motivated, but small enough for it to be achievable for someone without much experience in saving. From there, you decide the amount you want to save in order to earn that reward. Typically, the easiest way we do that is to multiply the cost of the reward times two or three. So in order to spend that $20 on a swanky candle, you first have to save $40. Add the two together, the cost of the reward and the amount you want to save, and boom, you've hit your target. In this case, $60. The reason why we do this is simple. By including the cost of the reward in the total amount you want to save, you're ensuring that your savings account will always keep growing, even if it's only by a small amount each time, and it makes it easier for those of us with a complicated relationship with money, like myself, to spend money on something that we want without feeling guilty. And here's the final step. Once you hit that total savings target, you have to spend the money. That means the second you hit $60 in your savings account, you need to go buy yourself that candle because if you don't, you won't get that dopamine hit from accomplishing your goal, meaning you're way less likely to stick with this saving strategy in the future. Remember, this is supposed to be motivating and an easy way to make saving money exciting. It shouldn't be punishment. If you don't give yourself the reward that you've saved for, you're basically telling your brain that it did all that work. It saved all that money for absolutely nothing. That's like your boss telling you that you're not going to get paid for the last two weeks just because they don't feel like spending the money. Would that make you want to go back to work? Absolutely not. So why would this be any different? And once you get your reward, you just keep climbing the rungs of the savings ladder. Each time your reward should get a little bit bigger, meaning the amount you save should get a little bit bigger as well. 
Once the habit starts to get easier, you'll be able to jump from saving small amounts to saving much bigger rewards over longer periods of time like we did. After years of using this strategy and building our money-saving muscles, we eventually saved enough to spend $4,000 on our dream furniture, something that was previously unimaginable for two people who bought pretty much all of their furniture from Craigslist. And because we've gotten so good at saving money, that's helped us to be more aggressive at paying off debt and saving for the down payment on our house as well. Every time we'd save a certain amount, we'd decide where that money should go. Sometimes it would go straight into our emergency fund. Sometimes it would get used to pay off a chunk of our student debt. And sometimes it was set aside for the down payment on our house. Over the years, we've been able to build up our savings account, pay off our student debt completely, and afford a down payment on a house, all while still buying the things that we really want. Now, obviously, this strategy won't work for everyone, but it has helped us immensely, even when we didn't really have, quote unquote, extra money to save. We even used it when I was unemployed and my partner was the only one bringing in a stable income. Because we had such a strong reward ahead of us, that helped motivate us to tighten our budget and find ways to either A, spend less money, which, okay, admittedly <laughs> meant eating a lot of ramen, or B, making more money in order to make that reward happen. And it's really that simple. I hope you enjoyed this explanation of the savings ladder, and I hope you're able to incorporate it into your own financial habits in your own way. If you want more resources on how to save money, head on over to my website to janderlee.com slash the savings ladder and scroll down to the resources section for some great books and tools on all things saving money. If you haven't already, be sure to hit that subscribe button and please leave us a review. You can also follow me on Instagram and TikTok at janderlee, and you can join the wildest community by following along on Instagram at livewildest to talk more about all things personal development. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of The Wildest Podcast. And as usual, keep working, keep striving, but don't forget to take a break if you need one. Talk soon. What does perfect even mean?